From VT Digger, I'm Mike Dougherty. This is The Deeper Dig. This week, antigen tests, which give COVID-19 test results in a matter of hours, are becoming more and more available in Vermont. But the state has hesitated to make these rapid tests a major part of its health strategy. Why? I wanted to start with testing in my remarks this morning. Uh, At a press conference on September 29th, Health Commissioner Mark Levine described a kind of COVID test that would work differently from the tests the state has been using, called PCR tests. These are antigen tests. They're performed on a card, just like a pregnancy test would be, looking for a band of blue. Dr. Levine said this was an antigen test made by Abbott Laboratories, and the federal government would soon be sending a supply of them to Vermont. In the next 7 to 10 days, Vermont will receive 12,000 of these cards, and sometime by the end of the year, 180,000. Levine went on to say that these tests might be deployed to long-term care facilities, like nursing homes, but he didn't provide many details beyond that. In closing, he actually said the state wouldn't be throwing these tests away. So just wetting your appetite with that, uh, saying we are not going to throw away these cards. They will definitely be used in Vermont, uh, but they'll be used with a significant amount of guidance. That may sound like a surprising lack of enthusiasm for a technology that some experts say could be valuable in fighting COVID. So our healthcare reporter Katie Jickling has been following up with Levine on what Vermonters can expect from antigen testing. You want to talk about antigen tests? Let's talk about antigen tests. Great. I guess the thing that makes the most sense to start out with is what is an antigen test? How is this different from the types of tests we've been talking about for pretty much this whole summer? Yeah, an antigen test is a rapid COVID test. Similar to the regular test that the state runs, you get a throat or a nose swab, but instead of measuring the RNA in the virus, which is what happens with a typical PCR tests, an antigen test measures the proteins on the virus. Hmm. So it allows for a quick turnaround time about as, as little as 15 minutes. And it can sort of provide a quick glimpse into uh, whether or not you have the virus and, and whether you've been exposed. And that 15 minutes is a huge difference from the four to five days that it typically takes to get a result from a PCR test. Yes. And depending on how long your state or region um, or test site takes, it can be a big difference. It can be as much as four or five days, some places in Vermont. Um, for nursing homes or vulnerable populations, they can do a you know twenty four hour turnaround, which mm. is still substantially longer. Sure, but it seems like that time difference, that rapid nature of getting it back, would make a big difference in a lot of cases. What's the trade off? Antigen tests are attractive primarily because you can get a result back very quickly and find out right off the bat whether at least an initial reading of whether or not you've been infected with COVID. But antigen tests also are known to have a high false negative rate, possibly as high as 50%. That means that you could have the virus and still come up negative. 
But then if you get a positive result, it means you almost definitely do have some presence of the virus. And that's why when you're talking about surveillance, that it could be helpful because one positive could tip you off that there's actually a lot more virus in this given population. Right. If you test positive, you almost definitely have the virus. But if you test negative, it doesn't necessarily mean that you don't have the virus. That that could actually be wrong. In Vermont, typically, that's less of a problem because so few people have the virus that it's it's less of a risk. The reason we've been reluctant to go uh, full-fledged in with antigen tests to date has to do purely with the prevalence of disease in Vermont. Uh, it's not as much a matter of, is the test good? Is the platform good? It's a matter of, is it the appropriate time to use the test? So it all gets down to a discussion of, are you testing someone who has symptoms or someone who has no symptoms and you're doing surveillance on? Health Commissioner Mark Levine has basically said that the state won't accept antigen tests as an official COVID test, that people have to have a PCR test. But that's not true across the country. Vermont's actually in the minority in that I think about 15 states don't allow uh, the antigen test to be used officially. Got it. And by officially, that means for something like ending your quarantine period early or sending a kid back to school who's been out because they have symptoms, something like that. The state really isn't counting these in their numbers. It's not being officially considered in any of those capacities. Exactly. Got it. We know these tests are out there kind of in increasing numbers. What do we know about how they are being used in Vermont right now? So recently, the federal government sent out millions of these antigen tests to nursing homes around the country. So uh, Vermont is is getting and, and will get at least 12,000 of these antigen tests. So about 35 of Vermont's nursing homes will get the handheld machine that allows nurses to run the tests, as well as a round of testing for the residents of the nursing home. Got it. Vermont, the state will also get another batch of thousands of antigen tests for them to use. But we're, what I'm hearing through my reporting that people don't really want to use them. You know, right now, we have, we have got the long-term care facilities covered till New Year's. So they will have access to PCR testing and don't need to avail themselves of anything else. So our proposal right now is to, if you will, hold on to and stockpile these cards because starting January 1st, we may need to institute this testing philosophy at, that, at those sites. The Department of Health has said that they are going to stockpile many of the tests in case they run out of other tests in several months. So right now, we've elected to not use the cards at all uh, just because we continue to have our positivity rate so low in the state, we don't think it would be as useful. 
And given the state's skepticism about the usefulness of these tests, I think there are questions of, you know, whether they're just trying to avoid using them at all. I think they think that it is, could be confusing for the public and it's just going to be less accurate in, in their view. And for some of the nursing homes, they say, well, they have the machines, but they can get these PCR tests turned around pretty quickly. And they have to have their staff available and the expertise available to run these antigen tests. So even though the materials themselves are free, there are still costs to running the tests. And they say it's more trouble than it's worth. Got it. They're basically saying, we've kept our rates low using our PCR testing strategy. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah. And at least in some cases, they don't need to be doing more tests. Okay. What are some of the arguments for doing more tests? Recently, Health Commissioner Levine spoke with Dr. Deborah Burks, who we know from her work um, as as a White House doctor. And she recommended that the state do more surveillance testing. The fact is, we were doing a good sampling of our population. She thought we could broaden that a little more and mm-hmm. target uh, strategically a population that might be a little younger and that would be a sentinel uh, population for us that would identify a new trend that we could pick up on quickly. And the idea behind that is basically we want to know broadly how many people in Vermont have COVID and where the virus might be among people who are asymptomatic or are not getting tested. And the way that she suggests that we do that is by regularly testing a group of people. The ones she mentioned were law enforcement and teachers. Hmm. Um, she, She didn't say one's better than the other or these are the only ones. She just said, for example. So you know, there's a lot of possibilities out there. And so we took her advice to heart and said, we need to actually think about this strategically and figure out uh, who those populations are. Maybe the population should be, you know, grocery stores or dollar generals, uh, because so many young people work in those places. And they're in all the rural areas of the state. They're not just in Chittenden County or in Rutland. You know, they're in rural Vermont. And that would basically mean providing antigen tests about once a week or so to this specific group as basically a sample for who who has the virus and how much is this virus in the population, even if we don't necessarily see it. So that is a possibility for a way that the health department might actually use antigen tests. But it sounds somewhat preliminary, like they haven't quite figured out exactly how this is going to fit into the long-term strategy here. That's something that has really just been brought up recently. It's not something that Vermont has done before. And there are questions around, you know, how useful is this? There aren't that many people in Vermont who have COVID. We have a very low prevalence. Is this something that we need to know? It could be millions and millions of dollars to test all these people, very time intensive a lot of staff time, and what is the information that we would be getting that is different than what we have now? You know, surveillance is important. And one thing we've prided ourselves in in Vermont is that we aren't just testing people who are sick. 
we're testing so many people who aren't sick and being very reassured by that. But she would like us to be even more reassured by being a little more strategic in the approach. Hmm. So what that will look like remains to be seen and how useful that is, is something we just don't know yet. This week in Burlington, Mayor Moreau Weinberger announced that a new testing site at the Burlington International Airport would offer both antigen and PCR tests. But the mayor stressed that this is a private service, separate from the state's testing apparatus, and that a negative antigen test doesn't let travelers off the hook from quarantine requirements. It's important that people understand the rules. It's important that people understand that the rapid testing is not a get-out-of-quarantine-free card. Um, It is critical that people continue to follow the governor's orders and be aware of those orders. We've also been hearing lately, whether it's from this new testing site at the Burlington International Airport or just clinics and drugstores around the state, that these various private entities are also offering antigen testing. How does that fit into this? Given that the state is hesitant to offer antigen tests, It's allowed, created an opportunity for private companies to fill in the gap. So you can imagine that if you're somebody who is traveling to Vermont for a business trip for a few days and you fly into the airport, you're not going to quarantine for seven days because you're not here for seven days and you want to be responsible and find out whether you have COVID, you can get this test that's offered by a company called Garnett Transport, and they're offering these tests at the airport, you can find out relatively quickly, at least an initial sort of view of whether you have COVID. So that has provided one place for people to have access to these antigen tests. Um, you know, it's not a panacea. It does, it doesn't, it's not perfect, but it is uh there isn't anything until we have a vaccine, there isn't really any perfect intervention. The whole philosophy is to layer more and more protections on top of each other um, to bring down, you know, the potential for harm. To reduce I spoke to the CEO of Garnett and uh, he said that the state's skepticism and lack of enthusiasm about antigen tests. He argued that it's not based on the science, that it's a little bit extreme, and but it also is allowing this, this opportunity for private companies such as Garnett to sort of step into that gap. So it sounds like the messaging that we're getting from the state is if you want to get an antigen test from one of these private providers because it offers you some level of comfort go for it, but don't get a false sense of security and don't expect that that test result will be considered by the state in any kind of official way. Yes. And I think in some ways the state is taking the path of least resistance here. They're saying we don't want to use these antigen tests, but they don't want it to become a focal point or a battleground about testing. So Hmm. they let Anybody take the tests, as you say, but they really don't count them for anything. With antigen tests, we've got these kind of private entities that provide them. And then we've got the health department kind of still thinking about how they might integrate some surveillance and some antigen testing into their strategy. What happens when the private and the public 
come into conflict with each other. I know the situation that we had in Manchester a couple months ago that was sort of based around a lot of positive antigen tests created a whole lot of confusion. Right. Back in July, 65 people tested positive for COVID using antigen tests at Manchester Medical Center. And follow-up PCR tests run by the Department of Health showed that almost all of those people actually did not have COVID. The vast majority had been false positives. And that's quite rare in terms of antigen tests, but it also has really colored the Department of Health's willingness to embrace these tests and to use them more broadly. So why exactly that happened still just isn't clear. It may have been mistakes with how the tests were run or with some of the equipment, but that was basically Vermont's first big experience with antigen tests, and it failed miserably. So that might be a reason that the Department of Health doesn't want to wade into an alternative kind of test again. I know you've also talked to Dr. Levine recently about antibody testing, which is a completely different kind of test for a completely different purpose. Can you explain what that test looks like and how that fits into the state's testing strategy? So both antibody and antigen testing are these tests that we heard a lot about in the spring, especially from the federal government. The idea about serology and serosurveillance is going to play a major role in doing a framework for getting back to normal. You know, the, Both were heralded as these tests that could really help us beat COVID. And both have turned out to be pretty disappointing and really have not lived up to the hype that people initially greeted them with. Hmm. Antibody tests measure whether or not you've had the virus. It's the main test that would tell you not if you have it currently, but if you've already recovered. Mm -hmm. And so it measures the virus and, and the antibodies, which is what your body creates to fight off the virus, and whether you have those in your bloodstream. So that requires drawing some blood, and it will allow you to look at whether you have successfully basically fought off the virus. Uh, similar to what we just talked about, that can be helpful to knowing what, how many people in a certain population have had the virus um, or how far it has spread. But people say uh, that it really just isn't that useful from a public health standpoint. Hmm. It's useful for individuals to know whether or not they've had the virus and can go out in public, but it doesn't necessarily help the government or um, public health officials understand where the virus is or how to combat it. Once you have those test results, even if you know you've had the virus, that doesn't really change anybody's behavior on a corporate level. So we just don't think it's as valuable because we're still in a phase of this virus where we are focused, like laser focused, on making sure we identify positives where they are and contain them quickly so we don't end up with a situation like March or April where the, the curve was not flat at all and it was going the wrong way. Mm. So we really need to focus on that still. And as it turns out, if we believe these kind of numbers I've been giving you, 
it's not going to help determine who should be vaccinated or not vaccinated because almost everybody will be a candidate to be vaccinated because they won't yeah. have had much experience with COVID. They've also become less useful because we now know that immunity probably doesn't last forever. Depending mm. on how severely you came down with COVID, it might last for a few months maybe maximum, you know, a, a year or two, depending on different studies have shown different things on that front. But you can almost definitely, at least in some cases, come down with the virus again. Got it. So in either case, with antigen tests or antibody tests, it doesn't sound like these are going to have a huge impact on the state's testing strategy overall. Certainly not in Vermont. Vermont's a little bit unique in how in its just reluctance to embrace antigen testing, it is something that's being used quite widely in a lot of states. In some states, if you go to get a COVID test, you're going to be getting one of these rapid antigen tests. And in some ways, that that's a reason that Dr. Levine and health officials have drawn some criticism for basically what what some people say as this kind of arbitrary decision around antigen tests. But long term, I think unless we see more accurate antigen tests and more accurate antibody tests, the state is going to be sticking with these PCR tests. But our testing strategy is very focused on PCR and on uh, identifying cases especially cases that might be transmissible without knowing that they're positive unless you test them. Is that, is that the strategy long-term, you know, for months or the next year or so? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's certainly the strategy for uh, a long time. Yeah. At this point, we're, have sort of committed ourselves to that because we hear Dr. Levine talking about PCR tests and talking about emphasizing that that is the gold standard test. You hear him say that again and again. And so at this point, there's a certain level of distrust among the public with any other test. And to undo that will take some time and some work. Got it. Thanks for the rundown, Katie. Thanks, Mike. You can read all of Katie's reporting on antigen tests at btdigger.org. And find all of our COVID-19 coverage at btdigger.org slash coronavirus. You're listening to The Deeper Dig, a weekly podcast from the BT Digger newsroom. Search for it and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts, and you'll get new episodes as soon as they land. We use music this week by Blue Dot Sessions. We'll be back next week with more stories from the Digger Newsroom. See you then.